Xenologic. What's good, guys? And welcome to another episode of the X1 Euro 2020 flip chart. It's Zeno here. And in today's episode, which is unfortunately a bit late, I apologize for that. We're going to be talking about the games that happened yesterday, um, Wales versus Denmark and Italy versus Austria. Alright, let's just get straight into it. Denmark versus Wales. Wales versus Denmark. It ended 4 bloody nil. And if you guys remember what I said in the previous episode, I said if Denmark play like they have been in their previous two games, then Wales probably have no chance and that's exactly what happened. Denmark went out there and completely spanked Wales. But it wasn't all plain sailing throughout the whole match. Wales started the game really, really well. And Bale and Ramsey, the two star men for Wales, were just putting the pressure on. Bale had a few chances in between. Ramsey was getting to good positions and making opportunities for his team. But then after that, the manager, the Denmark manager, I don't know how to say his name. I need to be told how to pronounce his name. But he decided that Christensen needs to play maybe a bit further up, I think. All, all of it was a tactical change surrounding the Chelsea centre-back. And all of a sudden... Denmark seemed more in control of the game. And then Kasper Dolberg pulled out a moment of brilliance. Remember, he should be starting. If it wasn't for Paulson, I think either he was injured or he, well, he missed out. He missed out. He didn't play. He just curled an absolute rocket into the bottom corner. What a goal, man. What a goal. And Wales, well, for the second goal, they kind of made their own bed with that one. Obviously, there might have been a foul on Kiefer Moore in the build-up. But the point is, Nico Williams had a chance to clear the ball and he... Passed it straight to Dolberg so he can score his second goal. Man was assisting him, you know, like they were playing for the same team. Like, come on, man. Nonetheless, Joachim Mahler, who's probably been one of the most impressive players in that Danish squad throughout the tournament, scored his own scored a goal for himself. And funnily enough, it was a cutting inside goal, but he was on the right side of the pitch. You know, you, you start to think, why the hell is he cutting inside if his left foot could do that? It was a wonderful finish, thumped, thumped it to the top corner. And then obviously the final goal was originally ruled out for offside for Martin Brathwaite, but... He got his first goal of the tournament eventually and they just topped it all off. Wales just didn't seem to be at the races. People want to blame the travel and stuff like that, but I get it. Denmark had home advantage, but you have to remember that Denmark might ha have a mental, um, how do you call it, how do I call it, um, block. Obviously, it seems like they've handled the Christian Eriksen situation so, so well. And obviously, it's been pushed by the fact that Eriksen seems to be doing really, really well since uh, since his cardiac arrest. But still, they've used that as fuel to motivate them and to push them to do limits, to do heights. And this performance against Wales tops off all the performances they've had in recent games. They've won their, they've won, they've won their last two now. And they've scored eight goals in those two games. And they look really, really sharp. Now, they're going to have to play against Italy in the next round. Italy finally conceded a goal against Austria. and But their winning streak continues. I think it's an international record, one, 31 games undefeated. Absolutely incredible. Roberto Mancini has completely transformed A, the culture of Italy and the vibes around the country, man, because Italy were never seen as this vivacious attacking side with real attacking quality and pressure and ability, you know. Then all of a sudden, yeah, he's, he's turned them around. Traditionally, Italy have always been a team that defends, defends, defends. Catch your step on the counter-attack. You know, catch you catch your step on the counter-attack, just in case you didn't hear what I said originally when I whispered it. But yeah, literally, it... They've just turned into this different beast, and it's working really well. Well, this Austrian has probably been the most difficult test of the tournament for them, as it should be, because we're in that stage of the tournament where people are gonna, teams are gonna have their have big matches, and there's gonna be a lot on the line. And Italy came through that pressure. 
Austria did score the first goal, but it was ruled out. Marko Anatovic from an Alaba header. Of course, who was going to assist Anatovic in the Austrian squad? No, I'm joking. There's others too. But yeah, Alaba header. And then obviously Anatovic off the bar when it went in. But eventually it got ruled out. Even though it looked like there was a shock on the cards. And, you know, Austria really, really put it all out there, man. You, obviously, they're the weaker side when you look at the two. But they really put it all out there on the line. And they really wanted to get that W. And they really tried. I like, you know, no one was expecting it to be... You know, expected the Wales. If you were going to pick a game to be four 0 you wouldn't have picked the Wales Denmark game. You probably would have picked it to the Austria game. But so it seemed that game was a lot more tired than the Wales Denmark game. Obviously, that's more about how well Denmark played compared to how Wales played. More than this game, it's just more of Austria. You know, fighting and and Italy still not being at the races. Sometimes when you rest your, this is what happens when you rest your players. Sometimes, and that's why it's a big risk. Is when you rest your players, the momentum can be shifted. Now, if those same eleven or the eleven that he wanted to play in this match against Austria played in the game against Wales, then who knows? You know, they would have destroyed Wales. Maybe I don't know. But they were down to ten men. Maybe they would have. They didn't miss. A, they didn't miss a lot of chances. And then maybe they would have went into this game with a bit more oomph. You know what I'm saying? But Italy still had most of the play. Still had the, probably the most chances up until extra time. Because, yeah, the game went into extra time. The first game to do so. And we're only in game two of the round of 16. And literally, Italy managed to pull it out. Goals from... Um, uh, who was the first guy that scored? <laughs> substitute Federico Chiesa. And um, the second substitute, Matteo Pessina. I don't know if it was the second substitute or not. But second substitute to score. That's what I meant. So, obviously, the Pacino's got 2-2. Two two. Shout out to him. Chiesa should have 2-2, two two, but, you know, he missed a few chances in the Wales game, so not to be, but, you know, the, you can tell this is the depth of quality that Italy have. They can bring Chiesa off the bench. I thought he was a guaranteed starter to be, not guaranteed starter, but I thought he would be starting. But Dominico Baradi has proven why he started, and he's a, he's a very good player in his own right. But, um, yeah, Italy, this is the most important thing, you know. When you're a big country, you're a big team, your games like this are going to test you to the limit, but you're not quite at the races and the other team is fighting for their lives. And if you can pull out a victory in those sort of moments, they will hold you in good stead for later on in the tournament. That's just how it works. That's how it really works. So, you know, credit to Italy for getting through. Now they'll play against Denmark. Obviously, um, we'll just see what happens with that game. Because if Denmark carry on playing like they are and Italy turn up like they did against Austria, then they might be a surprise in the books. But let's just sit there and watch and see for ourselves, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah. Those are the two games that happened yesterday. And now I'm going to do a little quick preview. You know, I did a preview last episode. I'm going to do another one here. Um, Netherlands versus Czech Republic and um, Belgium, Portugal. Now, you know what? Yeah, Netherlands, Czech Republic. Yeah, actually, forget doing a preview. What am I doing, man? This is the end of the episode. I'll see you in the next one. (laughs) 